0: This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B.
1: Hey, welcome to the G Podcast. 37 days, 17 hours, <laughs> as we as we tape this show until inauguration. And you know I'm counting it down. Uh, but welcome to the G podcast y'all. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Even though it's like 70 degrees where we <laughs> it's still the most wonderful time of the year. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this weather. I don't know you, what you talking about. People running around in shorts and t-shirts and what you know. But anyway, you know, you you know the season and and you know you know y'all, I got to start off this way. I'm not going to put like we got we got company so, so I'm not going to start, I'm not going to start my mess with, with company. I'm going to wait until after company leaves, but I got to say this, but for some of y'all, y'all need to determine if y'all going to serve the uh, Christmas Jesus or the Cheeto Jesus, because it, 126 <laughs> apparently want to serve Cheeto and 17 state attorney general. So we're going to get into that. Y'all got to make the choice. You know, it's kind of like watching Batman and the Joker release all these villains from like Arkham Asylum. So, so I guess this week it was the <laughs> Texas AG was out of the Arkham Asylum, but he got defeated. Yeah. So it's like every week there's an episode of Batman, you know. But, but I digress, y'all. Every week it's the G Podcast. We do news, politics, pop culture, that hi- that piping hot tea from Tanya B. And uh, we are on Amazon Music, y'all. If you want to listen, and you can stream us, or you can listen to the podcast. All you have to do is use your Echo smart device and say Alexa play This is the G podcast, and it will come up for you. And uh, coming up, we got, uh, again, I, I got a little bit ahead of myself with the news from Syracuse, Mike. Uh, again, Tanya B has got the tea. But Tanya B, he's in the building. And I got <laughs> to ah. say, I'm going to let Tanya ah. B introduce him, but I got to say, I gotta say, uh, Mr. Banks, Carl, welcome. I, first of all, thank you, man, for you. for uh, bestowing upon my our, our podcast family your your gear. That was so cool, man. I get great comments for that. So I'm, I'm gonna give it up to you.
2: Awesome. Well, well, I appreciate it. it. And,
1: and, thank and, you for having me. Nah, man. man, we really appreciate you. And and second of all, well, I got I got one more thing after this. But second of all. The Giants won last week.
2: <laughs> yeah, and they, they just they just finished losing. I'm still at the stadium now, and uh, oh my God. <laughs> they got the bus handed to them today from uh, Arizona. But it's all good. They're still in the hunt. That's all. They're in the conversation. So
1: yeah, and, and third of all, what happened to Michigan State yesterday, man? Come on. Penn State.
3: I, I,
2: I, I'm looking at this game right, and I'm like, "Oh snap, Penn State! It's a close game." I blink my eye, and they down two touchdowns. I'm like, "Oh, I thought they were going to actually do something." But yeah, you know, it, it's just this—just talking up to 2020, man. Yeah, um, they got a new coach. He's trying to get it together.
1: So yeah. I'm gonna just chalk it up to 2020. That's all good. That's all good. I just had right. to get that in before Tanya B takes over. Tanya B, you got the VIP uh in our virtual building. Again, uh go ahead, man. Go go ahead with our, our two time Super Bowl champ. And you know, we've never had a Super Bowl champ. This is the first time on the show. So yeah. so, man,
0: so, man, so we have we have said been best one neither.
1: Yeah we got a Grammy winner on the <laughs> show but first first again, first Super Bowl <laughs> So go ahead. Take it away, Tanya B. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to. Okay, we're
4: going to just picture this. I'm flashing back to 2006. I'm sitting in my office on the 36th floor at Sirius, as we now know Sirius XM radio. And this guy walks into my office and he says, "Uh, I heard if I want to get this music, I got to come and see you. And I said, oh, really? I said, what are you looking for? Go figure what it was. It was a song by Brian McKnight. Cause you know, my memory is very long. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian McKnight, find myself in you not on his current CD at the time. It was on the soundtrack to Tyler Perry's uh, Medea's family reunion.
1: Great song. And, wow.
4: Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, I, I got the receipts now. So then I look at this guy and I said, I usually ask people, okay, you know, what's your name? What do you do? I'm like, who are you? And he says, my name is Carl. And I think he said, then Carl Banks. I said, Oh, I said, what do you do here? Carl? Oh, I'm on the NFL channel. I said, Oh, did you play football? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what team? The Giants. And I looked at him and I said, well, were you any good? <laughs> 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 and then he looked at me and he said, I, I think so. I got a, a couple of few rings. I said, Oh, and when he was, you know, just explained exchange pleasantries and my office mate said, you really didn't know who that was. I'm like, Hell no, you know, I don't know what, you know, I'm the queen of sports illiterate. So, you know, Mm. other than that, and then it was funny because after that, we, you know, our friendship started to develop, but I'm like, I don't want to go see John Legend. He's boring. You want to go? Yeah, okay, here. And then when I had football questions, I would ask him. And after he got done laughing at me, um, <laughs> then he would answer them. And we would and then we start, you know, just pretty you know, purely, you know, platonic professional. We went to lunch one day. at Del goes downstairs and people are like, yo, you Carl Banks? I'm like, who is this dude? And then another day uh, we went downstairs to Starbucks underneath Rockefeller. Is it, uh, what was that? Like Rockefeller yeah. Center. And people yeah, are yeah. stopping uh, him on. Yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe this dude is somebody. Are you in the and York? I often, often flashback and wonder, what's well, the fact that I had no idea who this did, dude was, nor that I really care, because I know nothing about sports. I did not want to sound stupid um, or anyone, I should say. And ever since then, we clicked and we've been really cool. And I'm telling you something. I went to this fashion house. We'll talk about that, too um on the low low i'm i'm putting you on blast now i went to this fashion house and i picked out this raincoat and that was what at least 10 12 13 years ago i've never yeah. seen another one like it and to this day i still get compliments on this raincoat whenever i wear it and no i've never seen anybody else with one on uh, thanks to Carl Banks in the 7th Avenue fashion house you know but again you know we've gone on i kind of watched like his daughters even grow up they're like grown women now yeah, and, you know, and and he's just done all of this. So, uh, you know, people in this industry, you know, people can use the term "friend" real loose oh, to quote yeah. Shaka Khan. Oh, yeah. But this is somebody I actually <laughs> as a friend because whether I've been in the business or not, we've and even though you know with the distance, we've always kept in touch. And um, so I give yeah. introduced to some and probably introduce some even more. My friend, Super Bowl champion. NFL commentator, philanthropist, entrepreneur, um, all around decent human being, and dad, Carl Banks, everyone. Put your hands together.
5: Give it yeah. up. Ah. <laughs> Super. How are you doing?
4: And you know, and I'll say this whenever I've called Carl and I know he's really busy and I've asked him to for anything or to do anything, like to come on the show and to, you know, provide the giveaways, he's never told me no, but that's very smart of him. So go ahead, Carl.
2: Very cool. Uh, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for having me, Chief. And I knew this was gonna go uh a little different than what you thought it was, because I like throwing you a curveball. Uh, so okay. because because you tried it. I, you know, tried it. I know Listen, I know okay. y'all talk current affairs and politics, and I just can I can I just ask you guys a question? Oh,
1: <laughs> um, because
2: now, nah, like a friend of mine works for he works for the NBA Players Association, and we had this this conversation, and I'm sure you guys are in it deep because you're down in Georgia. But I think the biggest difference maker, and this is why they're trying to overturn this election is the black vote but the black vote i think y'all correct me if i'm wrong was part of the overall awakening of the young vote because you know what but everything that went on from george floyd you name it ahmaud aubrey young folks were not just saying man that's messed up i ain't gonna vote no way you know because i have a son one of my sons is like, this was his first year voting. He's thirty, hmm. right? Yep. But wow. you know, he was he was kind of agnostic when it came to politics, right? Mm-hmm. He thought everything was was um, you know preordained that you know things are gonna happen the way they're gonna happen anyway. Until he realized that you know what, something needs to be done. Yep. And now, the fact that this. Awakening has happened amongst a younger demographic, amongst other folks, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at this, this, this awakening and in, in the role that sports played in it, because the NBA was front and center of making sure that these young people, uh, that their fans uh, were so engaged in this process and not losing sight of, of what the change uh, was going to bring about. So I just think, you know, just this whole sports and politics thing, hmm. a year ago it was shut up and dribble. Yeah. This year is, you know what, we voting. And, and we get you up out of here. And it's just got so many people pissed off. But that's all the more reason why it th- I think it happened the way it did, is because, you know, he won on the attack of all the wrong demographics. The demographic that he should have been you know, catering to—he did not.
1: Yeah. So does that make any sense? To no, y'all? it makes a lot of it sense. Does. It, makes it makes a lot of sense, sense, man. Let me let me say this. I mean, because I've got a millennial that you know he he produces the show. Millennial, we call it Millennial Nick on the show, and uh-huh. and and it was funny because you know he's he's very engaged in politics. He has been for a while. But one of the things he told me, he said, "Man, he said, Dad, they just need to take uh, Facebook away from forty and up year olds. I mean, and and, and we'll." <laughs> And, that, and that'll fix America. I'm like you know, so I'm. Getting, oh, he said. He said if they take Facebook away from the 40 and ups, we'll have a better world. I'm like, damn, I can't. I can't even go on the American defensive. <laughs> I can't even go on the wow. defensive. But he was kind of right. So yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah. without. I think you. I think you're absolutely right. I agree. Why you, you? You shaking your head. You know, you in that. You got. Uh, you're right because my
0: son, he's um, he's, uh, he's uh, a 31 this year. But he's, but he's voted always, Like he always, like he always he tell me, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. Yeah. Because he's all in. But he, but like you said, he's, uh, he's really Trump. When he went against the black, he don't realize he went against the youth.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I say, yeah, when I say youth, I'm talking about black, white, Mexican, all the youth. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. He turned, all, he turned all the youth against. I don't think, I think, I don't think he realized that. I think he thought he was only, but I think he was thinking, I don't have a black vote anyway. So, I'm gonna go at it, but he lost a lot of he lost all the majority of the white youth, the black youth. Like you said, he lost all the youth votes.
1: Yeah, so true. Yeah, and then you know
2: the the perfect marriage to that was the role that you know sports played. Now I I'm old enough to to be young enough to remember you know civil rights right
5: mm-hmm. and right.
2: the role that Jim Brown and all those guys had in that, and that was part of an awakening. And then we fast forward to here we are today. And you've got, like, Chris Paul and LeBron James and everything that um, the Atlanta Hawks did with the State Farm Arena. They were first out there Mm -hmm. saying, here's – you can come vote here. They're trying to close down your voting places. Here's a place you can come vote now. And just the way the role that sports has played um, in this whole political discourse in awakening a younger demographic that probably would not have been as engaged – um, especially when you talk about, like you said, it's across races, yeah, right? right. So black folks, you know, they know what happens in their neighborhoods, right? And for the you know the very reasons that they told Kaepernick he wasn't allowed to bring a spotlight on police brutality while he's in his NFL uniform a year later, is live stream, the very thing he was talking about. And now every organization and every sport is like, oh, hell, we got to do something about this. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys go out and express yourself because we see the pain that you're going through. They probably drove through it every day on their way to work mm-hmm. um, or dropped something in somebody's cup or call somebody a thug on the way to work. But now it's like, it's front and center. We see what you're talking about. So, I'm just so glad that, you know, the world of sports is, uh, has been a part of. Engaging their demographic, just to be active, you know, one way or the other in in the process.
1: Can I ask you a question? Since you mentioned Kaepernick, yeah. Con- considering you know we've been going through COVID nineteen, uh, considering what we, you just talked about, you know, the, the the sports organizations becoming more engaged socially. Do you think you know? Because I, I, I've noticed. And and you, uh, you know, you you cover the Giants. And I've noticed a lot of these teams have started to, because the quarterbacks have been going down, either you've had quarterbacks uh, getting COVID or, you know, a lot of these Uh injuries because they couldn't do preseason. So do you think it would have been a good move to bring Cap in at least on a practice squad, considering all, (laughs) don't shake your head, stop, man. (laughs) Considering, you know, that all these quarterbacks I mean even to the point where I heard one team was pull, I mean they're pulling in quarterbacks who are wide receivers who may have played some in yep. in, Denver. In, in college so Denver. so do you yep. think do you think it would have been a wise move to give him a shot in this season curious
2: yeah and and the
1: my question
2: is yes cuz I don't think he should have ever been blackballed but um I think his um you know he got a settlement from the NFL and I just think you know as much as they want to say it's water under the bridge and you know there's no hard feelings okay. I think that settlement to them says okay we've acknowledged that we we messed up but we're just not going to be open arms to you coming back and I'm not you know he'll say that he wants to play mm-hmm. but I'm sure he wants the right situation for himself too
1: okay Okay, they, they they he's not just gonna come back and be on somebody's practice squad, you know.
2: Right, he's just not gonna be a scrub. Yeah. Right.
1: Got gotcha. okay. so you. Okay. You know, because that's, yeah. that's
2: setting him up to fail. Yeah. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? I uh, agree absolutely. And I was I was just curious considering, you know, everything that's been going on, these quarterbacks going down, you know, and then you know them, yeah. you know, they got a, a talent shortage, you know, because of COVID nineteen. And my my other quick question is, do you think the NFL handled COVID nineteen as well as they should have?
2: Um I think they handled it as well as they could have, given what they had see the The blueprint was not what the NBA did because remember, the NBA was only working with sixteen not, not sixteen like eight teams mm-hmm. in the playoffs. so they didn't have to worry about twenty eight other teams in the movement of players, so they could they could pretty much isolate for a you know two month period. Uh, eight teams that went down to four or 16 teams, 12 teams that went down to four that went down to two, Hmm. as opposed to saying, okay, if we were to start this season um, from the beginning in all 28 teams and all 28 cities, it probably would be a lot like what we're seeing in the NFL right now, because once these guys get out into their social environments, Oh yeah. No matter how careful they are, different cities have different rules.
5: Yeah, yeah,
2: and so they're getting exposed. It's it's harder to navigate, as opposed to being in Disney World and you're in a contained environment. And you wake up, you go to practice, you go back to your hotel room.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got gotcha. you, got gotcha. you. So, so I'm gonna get I you mean, back. A go micro,
2: sports What's the microcosm of society?
1: Yeah. So true. So true. You got, you got uh, some. Um, Deliverance kind of folks, well, you know, that's that's an old school <laughs> reference, but but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, who play football, who have the mentality of a lot of uh, that 126, you know, that that wants yep. to secede from the union. They agree with it wholeheartedly uh-huh. and they play for some of these teams. So you're yep. yeah, you're right. Hey, I'm gonna get you back to to Tanya ville so you can, because you know we'll be asking me and Vine. I'll be asking ESPN questions to you all day. I
4: have a sports question. Oh, oh, oh.
1: go ahead. Okay. I'm waiting for okay. this one. Yeah. I know, but you know what? Let me. Can I say this before you do this, Tanya B? Tanya B, what? and and Carl knows that the majority of the sideline coverage is women. I mean, they're females. They're they're women. You know, the, the yeah. sideline, the yeah. journalists, or I mean, most journalists. You're seeing more women. In sports journalism, almost than men. it So it ain't, you got to catch up, Tanya B.
4: I would probably be the comic relief because I probably stumble To me, that's another language. That's what's another, the, what's sure.
1: the, like they do on the comedy, question, the comedy. Okay, with
4: all of this is going on. <laughs> Go ahead. And with the Super Bowl allegedly being in Tampa. I mean, how is right. this even going to play out? Is it even going to happen? Will they decide to, you know, maybe, you know, change the date because with what's going on now with this new surge that we have and with um, Cheeto, you know, taking up his residence in, in Florida and having these <laughs> rallies and whatnot, I I wonder how is the NFL going to even pull that off? And, you know, how do you get social distance in that stadium and, what if somebody bought tickets last year and now the, the ticket that they bought is one of those seats where you can't sit?
2: Hmm. You know, well, what had happened the, was... Um, well, no, a few, a few things. The um, Super Bowl, according to the NFL, because I was on a town hall call with them about um, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. They plan to have it in Tampa. Um, they have partnered with a company that have created these pods so they're going to put pods in the stadium. Obviously, it won't be full capacity, but it's like six six people pods. So wow. you're going in, and hopefully they want people that know each other to be in these pods together. Um, so that that's their plan. They plan to have the game. Um, but, you know, the fact that, and this is going to sound unfair, but, you know, I had a pastor friend of mine that says, stay brain, fair. But now that this vaccine is rolled out, don't rule out the possibility of teams, those two teams, buying vaccines for their players.
1: Hmm. Good point.
4: I get the entire staff, basically, because you look at, yeah. you know, yeah. somebody from the front office staff got COVID and then they were in contact with so-and-so. But I just have one thing to say to this whole thing. And I don't get me wrong. I'm I'm always down for a good time in Florida. But for this, I say
2: she. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm passing on that one too. I normally go every year as well, but this is one I'm gonna sit out.
1: Is that why they booked the weekend?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. At halftime? No. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, exactly. <laughs>
0: Damn. But well, hey, the NFL about that money. They gonna have a Super
1: Bowl. Yeah, they are. They are.
0: Yeah. A lot of folks said they weren't gonna have an NFL season. Wrong. They're gonna have a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So true.
4: And another exactly. surge of COVID,
2: the hot spot hey, of Florida.
0: Yeah, what, what it is, but they're gonna have a Super Bowl. It's gonna happen.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah, it's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> they ain't playing this season when they're not that's too much money. I had to have that Super Bowl. But you know, I didn't I won. didn't think about
1: what Carl was saying though, Vi, about the mm-hmm. fact that these teams and now you've got a vaccine, they've got the they've got the financial ability to just go ahead and yes. buy. A bunch you of, know it, you know, now, you, know they of bought, you know,
0: they had to rap before we had to rap,
1: yeah. So true, so sure. true.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a billion, billion dollar organization. <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, let me, yeah. let me ask you, Carl, about your, your fashion. You know, the the, the fashion thing. Mm-hmm. And and you know, sports fashion. I mean, I, I'm old school, so I go back to, you know, Clyde Frazier and and you know, the long leather yeah. coats and, you know, the pimp hats. You know, just going way back. Now you, you play I know, don't laugh at me, Tanya B. But uh, you know, like you when you were playing, man, what was the what was the fashion, you know, the the what what, what kind of fashion did that the players wear? Outside of the locker room, because this is pre kind of pre hip hop, right? When you were playing, nah, no, no, no. Um kind of in there. 80s, 80s, 80s okay. 90s. That's, that's
2: um, the heart. I was early 80s and you know, all the way into the 90s. So um, we channeled our inner our inner uh, Clyde Frazier too. I got a couple pictures <laughs> my kids sent me in a full length uh, fur coat riding the subway. Oh wow, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yo, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you you had the, yeah. So yeah. I mean,
2: we were we were very fashion. Yeah, we were very fashion oriented. You know, and obviously in New York, it's a whole nother a whole another thing because you're in the fashion capital of the world
1: too. Yeah. Yeah. Even going back to Broadway, Joe. You know, Joe Namath, man. Yeah. When, when he was winning. Yeah. I mean, and think about when Carl yeah.
0: played the Jack, and when Carl played the Jack with a thing back then. Yeah. They had, absolutely. And then uh, LT. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a they was the the giant was uh, they yeah. were the cowboys.
1: yeah oh absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah yeah
5: exactly I mean and we had
2: we had all the nightclubs too that's right here in New York so I mean it was there were some stories that could be told um about still. you know some of the nights we were out I that's mean I, seriously it's like it was nothing to be in the you know a club the same club as Eddie Murphy uh beverly johnson Prince I mean we went we were in the Palladium one night and um, Prince shows up and he tells us we're going to the Roxy. So a group of us goes to the Roxy. We don't know what's happening. And, you know, Prince is having a little discussion in the, the VIP area. Next thing you know, he's on the stage jamming for the next three hours.
1: Wow. And that's the way he right. did it. Unbelievable. Yeah. How many yeah. folks were in the building? Yeah. How many folks were there when you were there? I mean, it was it was like an intimate situation, um, right? Go ahead.
2: It was packed. I mean, wow. the Roxy's always packed anyway, mm-hmm. and so he just comes in and just decides to appear on stage and in rock.
1: Wow, it's crazy. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's that's oh, so so now if you compare it because you still cover a lot of these guys, um, you know, you you uh-huh. got uh, Cam Newton with the with the scarves and and the hats uh, and the
5: scarves. Uh-huh. And the, and the skirts well, and the I, hair. I,
1: I hadn't seen the skirts lately, so I, I just I just the, see the and, scarves and the hat and the, and and the hair. Yeah, and the hair. But who who do you think right now when you when you take a look at what you're doing as a company, you know, on the fashion side, who who's like the that vanguard, you know, that fashion, the edgy fashion person? Is it just Cam?
2: Wow. Yeah, I mean, on the football side of it, yeah. I think it's 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 Cam. Um, it's the the kid, the Jordan kid from, um, from New Orleans Hmm. is, is he's got his own style too. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's a few, but on on the basketball side is where you really see these guys really step out. But like, you know, they're all pretty free, you know, free thinkers when it comes to how they're dressing now, they're very expressive. So I, I, I feel them, you know, it's, it's, it's a really cool thing.
1: Wow. Wow. Tonya, but you got any more questions? I know you, I know you, we got, we got a couple more for Carl on the sports side, but you know, we're going to get you okay. know vine. I'll be well, good. I
4: feel like this. This conversation is so good. I am saying right now, I am going to curtail my tea <laughs> so you can spend some more time with CD. And with that said, yeah. you know, Carl, I did a segment that we usually have most Sundays because one of my things is I cook and now I cook a little too much, but, um, I was actually cooking before the show started today, and that's why you don't see me. Uh, But one of my guilty pleasures is dessert. My number one side guilty pleasure is ice cream. Mm. Woo, do Jesus. Mm. So um, let's talk about how you got into the food business. I know barbecue was cool, but I got to get some ice cream.
2: What? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I'm... um... You know, I call myself a food philanthropist um, because I, you know, I I do, I have a family recipe for barbecue sauce and that's been going, you know, for a while. And I I launched that, it's got to be 10, 15 years ago. So I'll do a few batches a year and do it for charity. Wow. And then um, I I don't know if you guys ever come to New York, you have to go to um, Mikey Likes It Ice Cream. Mm. It's on the Lower East Side. And you guys look it up. And here's a, here's a black history fact that I don't want any of you to forget. The the godfather of ice cream, is his name is Augustus Jackson. Mm. They call him the godfather of ice cream flavors. is because though he did not create ice cream, he created flavors. He was a White House chef. Wow. And the reason I say that, you guys should look it up. Um, a black man and nobody really brings that up in all the inventions uh, that our great race has um, been a part of changing society, but Augustus Jackson, look him up. So the reason I say that is because Mikey um, is a, he's a black guy and I call him the um, Augustus Jackson of this, this century, because he is just, and incredible with flavors and he and I have been friends for a while and he says Carl why don't I work on some some flavors for you and let, let's put together a plan so that you can go out and expand your, your food um, philanthropy mission and you know we we'll put together this we call it pint sales and I've got some great flavors that I'll be launching this spring wow. uh, with him it's Carl, Carl's ice cream I'll make sure you guys uh, get it shipped right to your door, frozen, Ooh. but I'm excited about so it. Will I. <laughs> so T Bird, do you make pound cake? Can you make pound cake? Get,
4: honey, I, I have my <laughs> nana's recipe. Can I
2: I, <laughs> I make something? <laughs> I'm, t- I'm going to send you ice cream if you send me pound cake. <laughs> you got it. I'm t- I'm a- I-,
4: I come from a family of caterers, so I'm an old school flat foot scratch right. baker. We don't bake out of boxes okay. in my family. I make ice cream. There we go. I- from the custard, to the- I have a double boiler in the whole nine yards, so no. Nice. Um, All right
1: damn carl how tall Absolutely. are you man what's what what are your stats now after after <laughs> after plan i mean are you stay in shape man because you know you're not like the hey, flow listen right? i what are I've, your stats?
2: I've stayed. um <laughs> i tried to stay pretty active yeah. but i'll tell you during this um during this this covid shutdown yeah oh yeah i really i really went in like i was almost boot camping because i was like i'm not gonna Like I needed to stay active mentally and physically. So I was reading books and I was working out six days a week and I'm still doing it, Mm -hmm. but I started shredding weight. Like I was playing football again and people are like, yo, what are you about to come back and do something? And I'm like, no, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, my mind was healthy. And, um, so those are the things like that I do. And then, you know, one of the uh, one of the causes that I'm I'm very near and dear to is actually right down in in Georgia. In um, the, is it decap? The, yeah, decap is uh, men stopping violence against women. I'm on their oh, uh, very cool national advisory board. Awesome. Um, uh, MSV. So one of the things I do uh, with this this ice cream project is to make sure I can raise money, you know, uh, for different causes on a monthly basis. And so that's going to be one of the first ones I do because I, you know, I'm very passionate. I have daughters, Mm. you know, and I also have sons that I need to, you know, make sure that they understand, you know, um, to respect women, like they respect their mother and and daughters to have men, uh, have an expectation for men that it's not okay, you know, uh, to be violent with them.
1: Yeah. So Wow. That's great, man. That is, um, that is awesome. I mean, for, for, um, Especially, man, if with the NFL and and some of the things that the NFL has gone through with right, the last right. 10 years. I mean, well, I, I know it b- goes listen, before that. It's,
2: it's, when you think about football in and of itself from, yeah. you know, I would say from junior high school to the pros, if you're there, it is a hot, it's a hotbed for toxic masculinity. Yeah. So, true. you know, because it's always the whole machoism. hmm. And it's such a linear, you know, thought process.
5: Yeah.
2: And you know, you you get these blinders on some of these young men, and they don't quite understand the dynamic of of humanity. Yeah. Sometimes you just block out, you know. And so that's that's one of the things. That's that's why I'm, I'm so passionate about this because we've seen uh, some of the worst cases come out of uh, professional sports when it comes to this domestic violence and abuse of women. Um, and you know, I, 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 you know, I want to be a part of a change, not, you know, just, you know, yeah. sweeping some under the rug. Oh, boys will be boys. That's yeah. just not how it works, you know. So,
1: I mean, it's interesting because, you know, watching, you know, uh, just watching Pluto, I'm leaving it on. And the Kings of Comedy were on. It was on. And, uh, you know, they filmed that in Charlotte. So it was interesting that yeah. uh, I think it may have been Cedric or, or one. of No, no, no. It was uh, Steve Harvey mentioned the Ray Carruth, you know, Situation mm-hmm. and and I don't know how long was that been like 10 years within 10 15 years,
2: easily 20 years, yeah, now. Was 20, yeah, yeah.
1: And and yeah. you know, you could just list the number of players, man, that that just ruined their career because, you
2: know, yeah, I mean, Dana Stubblefield just got sentenced to prison, wow. uh, for rape. Wow, you know, he was a hell of a football player with the, um, the 49ers, man, and I met him a few times too. Uh, seemed like a decent guy, but you know, it just I guess went all wrong mm. at some point. But you know,
1: wow, wow, Carl. Hey, man, how can people how can people connect with you when uh, the web website? Because you do so much, man. On on the uh, you still yeah, cover so football.
2: I'm I best way to hit me now is you know either through my uh social media feed is uh Carl Banks G I I I. Is both uh, Instagram and Twitter. I don't do that uh, Facebook stuff. That's for old folks. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, yeah. And then so, but, you know, my my you know my company is G Three Apparel or G Three Sports by Carl Banks. And um, if you Google that, you'll see all the other products that I do. And you know, there's a corporate phone number there and email that you can contact me at as well.
1: Awesome. Hey man, I I just have to say. Uh, you know, kudos to you for for staying active, uh, doing the right thing, uh, you know and, and we need black entrepreneurs, you know, business owners and and keep doing the thing, you know and 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 this this is you know we, we you know we didn't expect to just come on and talk football with you a hundred percent and 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 that's a great thing because you know you you have more than football you you've gone beyond that. so you know I'm a, I gotta give it up to you, man. Appreciate it, and 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 you even get the air horn. Too.
2: There you go. All right, all right. <laughs> so,
1: so Tanya B uh, again. Tanya B does it right. You know her connections, and uh, you know we just we just thank you so much. Two time Super Bowl champ, New York Giant, philo- philanthropist, entrepreneur, and what do they call the the blue? What were y'all called, man? The big
2: big blue wrecking
1: crew. The big blue wrecking crew. How how many years did you play with you and you and Lawrence? You you and LT. How, did you
2: uh, Lawrence and I played together for nine years. Wow. Nine out of the twelve years of my career, I played with Lawrence.
1: You still connect? You still stay in touch with him?
2: Yeah. As a matter of fact, we were just texting each other uh, <laughs> days ago.
1: Wow! Wow! And and you went to and, and
2: see? That's that's wow. when New York was New York without social media.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, where you could you you could go out and have a good time. Um, and not worry about your face showing up on um, <laughs> yeah on on Instagram. And the reason I say that is because you know where I was just talking to you about nightclubs. So you know I don't know if you guys are familiar with the club Nails in New York City. Nails really didn't start till midnight, right? And it mm. didn't, it was never over until like six in the morning. So mm. there were times like on Friday nights. After football practice, our guys would go to dinner. We would pack. If we had a trip, let's just say we were playing Atlanta on Sunday. We would pack our bags and put them in the trunk of our car if we were going out on Friday night and traveling on Saturday Mm -hmm. because we would go straight from the nightclub sleep in the parking lot at giant Ooh. stadium pay a ball boy to wake us up so that we wouldn't be late for the meeting wow get into the meeting go on the plane <laughs> and, but but like that could never happen today no right no. if we no. had if we had a game on a sunday and we were out on a friday night there would just people be people camped out in front of a nightclub to see what time we left yeah so true. you know so yeah
1: like this back in the day fun times, don't yeah back yeah. in the day we had 112. one tw- we called you know one yeah. tweezy it was like late yeah. night one twelve. you could yeah. stay till 7 a.m. so yeah I, I I get it yeah absolutely it's
0: like Kevin Hart said we got all the FBI agents out there now <laughs> all these snitches yeah everybody <laughs> got cameras <laughs> absolutely yeah
1: well once again y'all we gotta I'm gonna give it up one and the only Carl appreciate Banks. It. Hey, man, don't, don't be a stranger. Anytime you need to come on and, and talk about some stuff, you know, you're a fan. you, 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 okay, you fan, sure. man. That. And, and thank you again. I and mean, I definitely will take you up on that. Oh, anytime. Yeah. Just, just reach out. And am waiting, on my, ice-
0: I'm waiting on my ice
1: cream. No, don't well, give I, me, Don't I, send I, him no ice okay, cream. Okay, no. You're going to have it,
4: too. <laughs> I'll make sure of that.
1: <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, two time Super Bowl champ. Just a just a good guy, entrepreneur, doing his I thing. G three apparel. Uh, you know, Carl Banks, man. Thank you so much for being on the G podcast.
4: Good human being. But wait, Thank Carl, you, you, to, you don't have to you don't have to go if you wanna laugh, I'm gonna do my tea.
1: Oh, you if you if you can hang, because Carl, you know, sometimes sometimes it's it's just like that 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 club net nails hanging out with Tanya B. <laughs> Don't be on audio. All right, <laughs> but you can hang me. Right, I'm, I'm going to mute my. I'm going to mute my line, but I'm going to stay on. Okay, all right, Chuck. good idea. <laughs> hey, we'll take a break. We'll take a break, uh, and, and we'll we'll uh, we'll come right back with Tanya B's tea. Thank you so much, Carl.
0: Thank you. If you're looking for news and information for and about people of color, you want the Urban Internet News Network. The UIN Network includes UIN Urban Internet News, our podcast UINWA Urban Internet News with Attitude and UITBN Urban Internet TV News. It also includes the B.J. Murphy Show. Whether it's business news, sports entertainment, it's all on the UIN Network. Visit our website at UINews.net and see what UIN is all about that's uinews.net now then children it's time for tea it's
1: tea time y'all sipping the tea with tanya b y'all know what time it is we do it carl you better mute yourself man (laughs) here we go All right, Tanya B, what you got? What you got? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what you got? All
4: right, I'm going to start out on a serious note today. We're going to call Miss Jenkins and have her go get Usher board number two to come down here to the Mona's bench, because I've got a prayer list that is longer today than it has ever been. Mm, so mm-hmm. let me just get into it. Of course, in case you haven't heard, Wendy Williams lost her mother, Shirley, last week, and she's actually on hiatus for the next several weeks. I so guess she's, you know, you got to deal with it. Everyone deals and in, in grieves differently. I get it. So I'm not going to say prayers up to anybody I. Like, I get to the end. Okay, now we have actress Natalie DeSales who you may remember from uh, Eve and Baps and Medea's Happy Family. Mm. She died um, at a very young age, only fifty-three oh. years old. She had colon cancer, and she leaves behind a husband and three children.
1: Can I say this before you go on? Baps was my movie. Baps is still funny. my movie. That's just that's all I got to say. I was I was blown away. I was floored that she had passed away. You know, yeah. apparently cancer. Um,
4: Yeah, colon cancer. Colon
1: cancer, yeah.
4: Which is serious. Uh, Also, of course, we know we lost uh, Tommy Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Debo from Mm. the Friday's franchise. Apparently he uh, had some complications to do with COVID. Mm. Uh, Actress Carol Sutton of Queen Sugar, another loss from COVID. Uh, I say country music legend and trailblazer, Charlie Mm. Pride. Yeah. Mm. another covid death and i just say last month i watched him on the cma the country music awards where he was honored and i'm looking and i'm like why don't these people have masks on they're not social distancing Mm -hmm. and the cma of course they've just got blood on their hands because they claim they had nothing to do with it and they took all the precautions but i mean come on yo you know anyway Mm. um Today's show host, Craig Melvin, lost his brother, uh, only 43 years old, younger than Natalie, to colon cancer. Uh, Kimberly Elise lost her brother. I know, I'm not, I'm only halfway through. Uh, Mary Davis, lead singer of the SOS band, and if you know back in the 80s, you know, tell me if you still care, take your time, do it right. Weekend girl, just be good to me. Uh, Mary's recovering from a stroke And unfortunately her ability to sing Has oh, not been returned man. So, you Now she's one of those 80's voices That you just knew My the girl. minute you heard
1: it My girl, wow
4: Yeah hmm. Yeah. Uh, prayers up to hip hop legend Curtis Blow Who underwent a heart transplant Last weekend in LA hmm. And another hip hop legend Biz Markie You know Biz has been dealing with a lot of Diabetes complications over the last Several years had a stroke, and now his ability to communicate has been affected as well. He's been in the hospital down in the D.C. Maryland area. Um, now he's in a rehab facility. And now uh, we got to send somebody over, up, and through there. Ms. Jenkins, go send somebody round there to Azalea Banks' house. You know She's always been on social media just doing some real scary things, but last weekend, she pops up on social media with her head shaved and blood just streaks what? Up all across her face. So Somebody go around there and do a mental health check on her. In this time of COVID, mental health is real, y'all. And as we were all, even I was, kind of up for the verses that was supposed to happen last night. At the last minute, it was postponed until the 9th of January because singer Ashanti says she has tested positive for COVID.
1: Yeah. No no sideburns. No no Ashanti sideburns. Damn. I'm upset.
4: Ooh. Oh, baby,
1: oh baby. Okay. Anyway, but let me. Azealia Banks and the blood thing. Was she was she killing the chickens again? You know because you know she was into the you know the ritual stuff. So was it you know, ritualistic or was it hers? I'm just curious. I, I I digress. Keep going. Keep going.
4: I'm just that, Keep going That's enough I, just, <laughs> I got some good
1: news um, Yeah give me Tip some
4: good Pop news Hip Hop Legends Grandmaster Flash Two times And the, uh, Grandmaster Flash And the Furious Five Will be the 2021 recipients Of the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award And I guess After they dissed Tiffany Haddish So deeply last week That's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead Yeah
1: Grandmaster Flash what? Oh yeah that's not
4: cut. So on his Zodiac sign is Capricorn. OK, uh, I've got some good female news for for, for a moment. Um, five on it to uh, Golden Globe winner Taraji P. Henson. She's making her film directorial debut in a film called Two Face. It's about a, a young lady trying to go to college and she confronts her principal on his racist past. He goes on an all out war to try to silence the students. And Taraji is playing uh, the lead character's mother. Uh, if you did not see Sister Act one or two, it's okay because Sister Act three is going to happen. Whoopi Goldberg is coming back. I hope they get Shirley Ralph. I wouldn't count on Lauren Hill, you know, and some of the other original cast members who are still amongst the living. and Tyler Perry is going to produce the movie. So I can't get that one wrong.
1: Nah, I mean, you know we were we were going back and forth about this and and you know what i I think I think Tyler is gonna keep the spirit of it. You know, as long as they have Whoopi, they'll be okay. Yeah, know, as, exactly. long as, as long as they have Whoopi, so, uh, they'll be all right.
4: congratulations to actress and producer Issa Rae. She recently got engaged. And she's got a new film project she's doing with Lala Anthony. It's a horror comedy called Juju. We'll have to see if that ever happens. Yeah. Um, and I guess... Uh, Mary J. Blige, you know she she she's a survivor. Got to give me love me some Mary J. She just signed to Def Jam Records, and I heard that one of the first things she's going to do is be involved in a film soundtrack. And you know Mary's everywhere with you know I think it's Target where they're playing uh, Real, love, oh, real love. People think, oh, Mary's getting paid. No, she's not. Hey, can I ask she's you about little-
1: the, can I ask you about that? What do you think about Walmart and 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 the Aretha? You all you're all I need to get by. They are. Slamming that—I mean, they're playing that every break in the commercials.
4: Yeah, well, the same thing. But Mary, it's—it's it's interesting how you know they—they can these are these songs that you know cross different formats and and you know age demographics. But um, again. Y'all need to get by As an and Simpson to, But what people yeah. don't realize Is that some years ago They sold a part Of their publishing Just like Gamble and uh, Huff Have done and some others okay. To a company called Cherry Lane And Sherry Lane Gives them a huge bag of money They keep the rights And get all residuals For a while And I think maybe After 25 years or so They get the money back But it's not like You know Any of them need the money But it's great for branding And then another little Black history fact Was did you know That although Real Love Was produced by Puffy It was actually written By L.A. Reed And Prince Mark. Marky D. of the Fat Boys. How about that? How
1: about that? How about that?
4: Okay, now here we go. Salt and Pepper. Uh, uh, January 23rd, don't forget the biopic comes on Lifetime, but will Salt, I mean, I'm sorry, Pepper, will she stop with all of that plastic surgery? Now, you know, she looks like Latoya Jackson now, and that's not not her real face. I'm just going to call her what it is. But, you know, she got these big butt implants, and now she's suing the doctor for a, a botched butt job. But here's uh, the thing. Wait
1: a minute, which one? No. Salt or pepper? You mentioned pepper. Is it is pepper yes Yeah, Pep, uh.
4: The one that was married to Trish from naughty by nature. Yeah. <sighs> Now she's suing. she's suing this doctor. But what had happened was she was in a car accident. The impact of the car accident, because she got hit from behind, made her butt implants shift. Oh. So she goes back to the doctor. He says, you know, we need to, you know, make these smaller, and you know, make them, you know, make just make your your butt and just your body proportions look more natural. And three surgeries later, three surgeries later, Dang. after the initial surgeries, she's suing him, saying he botched her her butt. Job, but you know, there's more to this story, and I just don't. um
1: I, I don't. Well, you know, as long I, as Spinderella's still looking hot, I'm all right. I can handle. Well,
4: you know <laughs> Spinderella, uh, Spinderella, yeah,
1: Spinderella she, was she, the she one. The... <laughs> you know,
4: she's suing them. She's suing. Yeah, them I know she's suing room, them, but she so. was. She was It'll... the
1: look. She was the look. I mean, yeah, Sound Pepper was cool, but it's I, I don't cut think... it up one time. She ain't doing all yeah. this stuff. Okay. I'm
4: almost done, y'all. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, We talk. I told you a little. Probably going to jail, and people are wondering. Okay, you know, how many rappers do you know that have you know been charged with anything that will plead guilty?
5: Mm. Yeah.
4: Well, he pled guilty in Friday in court. Uh, it goes back to a case from 2019. He had a loaded 45 gun, and he's a convicted felon. You can't have a gun. But he also had a bag of personal accoutrements on the plane that mm-hmm. allegedly contained ecstasy, oxycodone, and cocaine. <laughs> Damn. But wasn't that when he was really up on that lean back then?
1: Do you think do you think um, he's going to be reaching out to forty one <laughs> oh, five? I'm,
4: I'm getting to that because he gets sentenced next month. And how interesting, again, this is a case that took place in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he'll even help him. But, hey, he took that money from Trump. But here's the other thing people don't have forgotten that. Uh, well, let me say this. He's being sued. By uh, an attorney, somebody I actually know, a guy named Ron Sweeney, and he's suing him for $20 million Dang. because Wayne, uh, Lil Wayne hired Ron Sweeney back in 2005 to renegotiate his contract with Birdman and Babying, those cash money people. And this did not get settled until 2018. Wow. So again, at the height of, you know, he was into that lien and, and all the other things. The lawyer's like, hey, I want my money. Hmm. Then what had happened was Lil Wayne went to him and said, hey, I want you as my lawyer to fire my manager and I want you to take over managing me which he did at his client's request and um Ron Sweeney wants his money, and of course Lil Wayne has nothing to say. I don't you know, maybe forty five can save him, but hey, Lil Wayne sold his music rights back in July for a hundred million dollars. So it's not like he can cry poor mouth. So he may not put out music, but he I, I you know, he going to jail. This is his what, second or third strike. I know they don't really have that law anymore. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. Wow. That's a and I just say real quick, Corona in the club, people. This is real. Stay home. Trey Songz, dumb donkey, stupid. Went to a club in Ohio. Uh, it was packed. People weren't wearing masks. They were sharing drinks. Uh, they were not social distancing. You know how people want to be up in the club. Made his way to the authorities. The club shut down. Been fined. Trey Songz already had COVID once. So I mean, and he has a small child. So that's real
5: dumb donkey, stupid.
1: You know what's I mean. crazy? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing more people. People I know. Who get COVID twice. I mean, they're they're like over it and and they catch it again. So That's right. You know, I didn't realize that, it, you know, I thought once you got it, it was kind of, you know, in your system and yeah. there's some level yep. of immunity. But from what I'm hearing, I mean, there are people who are, who are catching it once, twice, three times. Yeah, yeah time, people I definitely yeah. it twice. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
4: And don't think you're going to go get the vaccine unless you're a frontline worker or on the priority list. So you go, oh, I'll be OK. I'll go get the vaccine. No, you won't.
1: Yeah, Wear your I mask, y'all. Just wear the mask. Social distance. Do what the folks do What the scientists are saying. And let's just get am, through it. Hang, hang in. I
0: am... I am waiting. <laughs>
1: <It's not, laughs> Brian's still going about there. So, yeah, I, I don't believe I, I don't got blame an you, email
0: and yeah. a call from the vets that so they're t- trying to get it for the vets who want. It. I'm going, eh, I think <laughs> i want to wait. No, you. the NFL's like, going to take COVID. Yeah.
4: they will see so, what happens to all of them a year yeah, from now. Yeah, we'll, we'll six six monitor.
1: Movies. We're going to monitor I the wait NFL. By, I wait <laughs> by like October or some time frame <laughs> like that, you know. NBA. Yeah, NBA too. NBA too. Hey, y'all, real quick, uh, just a couple of things. I'd mention the prom you know, as in my TV report, you know, coming up the prom uh, show on on Netflix, Yeah, that's a mess. I mean, I just got to say, it's a hot mess. And and I'm not. I mean, sometimes I watch some of the. You, you watch my Ryan Murphy stuff, uh, Tanya B. You know,
4: I do. And I, actually, I watched Prom before I went to Cook. I just watched it a couple of hours ago.
1: Okay, let. Me, I mean, without going into a full blown review, just in general, what how kind of many stars out of five would you give it?
4: I would give it three only because some of the production was just a little too much and it was a little too long.
1: It was you too know? long. They tried to take a
4: Broadway yeah. play and put it on television and you can't always do that. Yeah. Hence, how bad was the Grinch? I couldn't take it the other night. I had to I had to leave.
1: Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so, so I mean, Kerry Washington, Keegan-Michael Key, you know, I, I, you know, I just don't that kind of, uh, you know, I just, you know, why y'all hit you the wagons? Ryan Murphy is a hit or miss kind of guy. I mean, his last I could deal with Pose. I thought the writing was cool. I was cool with, yes. you know, the relationships they were building among the characters. But this thing and Meryl Streep. You know, you got James Corden, you got Nicole Kidman, you know, they, they can always get a gig. But, but you know, for, for, for the black folks, I mean, you know, if it's bad, don't, you know, I I, I just, you know, if you're going to watch something where you're looking to try to get some kind of acceptance on Netflix, maybe the other thing I think, I don't know if y'all have seen Saturday Church. It's pretty cool. And it's got Regina Taylor. Um, you know, from I'll Fly Away. And she was recently on Lovecraft Country. You know, that's mm. that's, you know, if you're talking about, you know, kind of a coming of age kind of thing. That was cool. So I, <laughs> the, the prom was the mess for me. I mean, it was well, just you know, the, way way if, over the top. Wait, I mean, if I, you if I you, were. You you know, your head, I think like, if you
4: were millennials or high yeah, school students yeah, or maybe, maybe. just you know, somebody who's caught in that LGBTQ you know, situation of, of just trying to find themselves that may help them. But yeah. to maybe me, it was the best just for high about schools. the whole thing. I like the clothes That was it because I like glitter and I like sequins. Yes, I do. Uh, and that was, you know, I could have watched it with the volume turned down, honestly.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I got
4: I, my last thing we got to talk about this because, like Carl was talking about this whole thing about domestic violence. Mm. Um, Shia LaBeouf and fk tweet. Oh, twigs. man.
1: Do Jesus let me say because I got a millennial in the house and and I you know I I kind of grew up with him with Nickelodeon and watching Even Stevens and and some of that stuff dude is crazy and he's been crazy so I don't know what did she think she was going to change this dude what
4: in the entire hell did she think she could do to change somebody yeah. like him? Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. Um, now she's saying, I mean, he, like you said, he's shown us that he is just straight up cuckoo crazy. He's crazy, and you know, she says like he's sex, sex. She's, she's accusing him of sexual battery, assault, uh, relentless abuse, isolation from her family and friends, and. Me, that's one of the number one things, signs of an abuser, isolation from family and friends. Mm-hmm. And she says he hurts women. He uses and, abuse and he abuses them mentally and physically. And she wanted other women to know. Well, guess what, baby? There was a woman that said the same thing about him before she even rolled up on the set. Her name is Carolyn Foe. Wow. And she said this back in 2010.
1: Mm. Well, you know what I heard? Um, he didn't didn't like he woke her up in the middle of the night. He would wake her up in the middle of the night just to abuse her. Like, it's three in the morning. Yeah. He, yeah. Hey, wake Relentless.
4: up. <laughs> he strangled her.
1: Yeah, he gave her him. an
4: STD. Yeah. And now he's just trying to say, oh, I didn't do it. But, you know, I have issues with alcoholism. And if someone says to you, I have a history of abusing myself and the people around me, you better run yeah. like you are trying to get to Taco Bell at the border. <laughs> I'm just insane. saying.
1: Well, she so was in the movie saying, Honey Boy with him. Yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. That,
4: that's where they met yeah but you know but, but again, you know this is I mean I looked at his he's had runners with the law from the age of 9 years old. Everything from trespassing to uh uh assault and and DUIs and he stabbed somebody. Yeah. So I mean, look he even got arrested down here in Atlanta.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so he's, he's just out, I of, mean, he's out of control. You know, but uh, let me say this and and cuz I knew of FKA Twigs you know, as a singer, as an, you know, alternative right, R&B. singer and
4: an actor, so, but yeah. Yeah,
1: so you know, even con, like yeah. she did a um, an Apple commercial, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know what, what kind of superpower do you feel you have when a guy is already, has this list of, you know, I, I, I don't know, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. And
4: I know some people that, that they want to fix, I can fix them, I can help them, Ain't no you know, they want to, you know. He needs professional
1: help, he needs professional help.
4: Yeah, no, he yeah. does. And and until he gets it, this is not going to stop. And she said, unless he agrees to go get some serious help, she will pursue this lawsuit. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I just wish she had spoken out earlier.
1: I do, too. Lawsuit. I do too. Lawsuit. You know, so and what?
4: even or if Carol, maybe Carolyn and Fo tried to warn her because she went through it again in 2010. She might say, girl, let me tell you what he did. Yeah. What's,
5: lawsuit she gonna she do? Said,
0: <laughs>
4: what's what going to do?
0: A lawsuit. I lose, he might lose a few dollars.
1: Well, you know, well, I mean, if he yeah, I mean, it could do something. He might he might be facing from from what I saw via he could be facing up to 10, 10 years or more.
0: Well, that's criminal charges. Then she said law. someone." when I say law, some things she tried to she's just suing him. Am I right? No, She's
4: suing yeah. him to bring allegedly suing him to bring awareness to the situation that happened. And mm-hmm. I guess that's how she say, you know, either you get help or I'm going to pursue this. But either way, I think, you know, he. Honey boy is probably his last film he's just done some real remember he was walking around New York with the with the uh, the, oh, yeah. the the brown paper bag over his head
1: yeah but i, I think I, I I'm hearing that there could potentially be some time wrapped into this from let from, me tell you something. from a group let me of women a group of women because let me t- yeah, yeah from me what tell I, you yeah, this yeah
4: if he was black brown tan or looked anything like us he would already been under the jail
1: yeah he'd have been Cosby. Yeah, yeah.
4: No, well, let's OK, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson, yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, yeah. like that. So it may take a little bit longer, but it's either that or he's going to harm himself. Yeah. Hopefully he won't harm anyone else. So, mm. you know, again, you know, five on it to Carl for doing things like this. And, you know, just giving people the tools that they need Just you know, nobody deserves that. And I know she deserves better. And I, I, you know, I just wonder what she looked like those days when, you know, she's a woman of, you know, a not so you know, a uh, 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 pecan tan complexion, she probably had bruises and black eyes and, and, you know, and everything else. So I just hope she finds her self-worth. Mm, okay. And tells him to go kick rocks in the open toe shoe. I'll tell you one thing. If you came down here to Atlanta again and went up in the SWAT, I went out Hollywood, Road. they beat his ass. <laughs> they
1: beat his ass. You're right. You're right.
4: <laughs> All up in the yep
1: Yep. Hey, let's do this, y'all. We're going to take a quick break and come back with some hard news before we close out. Uh, a lot of stuff happened, as you know, this week. Uh, we got to talk about the Senate thing and, uh, and and just how to move forward, because next week we're doing our Christmas party. So y'all, y'all got to dress for the All
4: Christmas party.
1: Party over here. All right. So, so we'll be right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Harold Michael Harvey
0: Collection is a collection of books about civil rights in America told through the eyes of people who envisioned it and fought for it in the days when Hope Unborn had died. Black History Month is coming in February, and now is the time to step up your reading game with books that go inside the issues. As the Negro National Anthem puts it, that with a steady beat has brought our weary feet to the place from which our fathers sighed. The Harold Michael Harvey Book Collection will prepare you for a meaningful discussion of black history with an eye toward an uplifting black future. The collection includes Justice in the Round, Freaknik Nick Lawyer, The Duke of 18th and Vine, and My C.T. Vivian Story. Books are available at haroldmichaelharvey.com. for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar told ABC News that the FDA informed Pfizer that they do intend to proceed towards an authorization for their vaccine. Based on that, health officials across the country are preparing for the most ambitious vaccination campaign in decades.
5: There's breaking news
4: tonight from the Supreme Court in a seven to two ruling. The justices refused to hear a lawsuit filed by the Texas attorney general trying to throw out millions of ballots in four states, all but now ending the president's attempt to reverse his election loss. CBS's Ben Tracy joins us now from the White House with his breaking news. Good evening, Ben.
2: Nora, in this decision,
4: the Supreme Court says that Texas does not have standing to question how other states conduct their elections. And for President Trump, who had hoped that the Supreme Court would ultimately decide the election in his favor,
3: this is a big blow. Hey guys, about the only way I can say it is that the Supreme Court slammed the door in Trump's face last week. uh, When it decided nine to zero, to dismiss a complaint filed by the Attorney General of Texas against the election procedures of four other American states. The court shut the door so hard it ended all legal avenues for Trump's campaign to overturn the people's will and take the election victory away from Joe Biden and hand deliver it to Trump. But the justices, three of whom had been handpicked by Trump, said loud and clear, Get that mess out of here. Finally, a branch of government stood up to Trump. If the judicial branch had cowered to Trump-like congressional Republicans, it would have been the death of America's constitutional democracy as the world has known it since 1787. Uh, Let's not think for a minute that we can stick a fork in Donald Trump. He is not done. While he cannot lawfully change the outcome of the November general election, he undoubtedly will continue to put political pressure on Republican members of Congress. First, to reject the vote of the Electoral College when it votes on Monday, December the 14th. Next, when the United States Congress meets on January the 6th, 2021, to certify the Electoral College vote expect Trump to resort again to political pressure on Republican legislators to toss out the Electoral College vote. Alabama Representative Mo Brooks said earlier this month that he would challenge the Electoral College certification from several states whose voting procedures are different from Alabama's process. Brooks is using the same flawed rationale that the Supreme Court struck down this week. Hold on to your hats. The proverbial lady, at least in Donald Trump's mind, has not sung. After losing on the legal front and the political battle, Trump has one last resort. He must turn to the Proud Boys, who have been standing ready since September. The 14 days after certification of electoral college vote will spark militant action in the streets of the District of Columbia, unlike we have seen in the district since that first week in April 1968, when the nation experienced the assassination of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. I hate to say it, uh but we're in for a rough ride the remainder of this year and the first 20 days of 2021.
1: Thank you so much Harold Michael Harvey. Uh you can check him out at haroldmichaelharvey.com and um just amazing. Just amazing um mm. I, you know it, it's I I, I say to a lot of people, you know, don't let this guy, you know, spoil your your holiday. But you know, it's it's just amazing to me that, considering everything that's going on, when you take a look at the fact that this is almost like the when you say you know via Tanya B, the deadliest portion that we're going through with this with this uh, pandemic. Um, and, you know, the Wall Street Journal is saying that the U.S. is facing more than uh, what more evictions in the history of, of, of the country in January. You, we're talking about possibly 2.4 um, and, and to 5 million people being evicted. You know, it, it's just amazing to me that 126 senators and 17 AGs during this period, all this stuff that's going on would would just, you know, follow this Cheeto Jesus, you know, and, and it's it's just amazing. I mean, because it, it really does look fanatical when you when you step back. I mean, you know, you don't have to be Republican or Democratic. I mean, I mean, am, am I mean, am I mean, I mean, you know, you can be an end if you are independent and, and watching this. And, and if you're like, it's amazing because I know a lot of people in the UK and across the across the world. Who even listen to the podcast? And they say, "How in the hell? <laughs> I mean,
0: why are, are we? Even, why are we even entertaining this?"
1: Yes. So it, it's just amazing to me, and, and and I don't know how,
0: but I and, know why they entertain. Me.
1: Oh, why? Why? Why do you think? What's your What's your rationale?
0: Because what? they count on, on Trump people keeping them in the office, and what they want. Them, you got so many folks got that's race man, mayor, governor, president, senate. So they think if they keep Trump people on their side, them same people that vote for Trump, gonna vote for them. Yeah. It's about votes.
1: Well it's it's, it's about, about not pissing off is the right. base. Yeah. That's you what it is. they don't want to piss off the base, which which, you because know, it, it's just that's amazing. What it is. It's cowardly. It's cowardly. It's coward. Right. You know, so so I, I just, you know, really, you know, we, we gotta do better, man. When you're talking about two point four to five million people being evicted in the month of January alone. After all these benefits go through, and I mean, go by or ex- expire, it, it's just and that's, it's amazing. And that's sad. It's sad. I
0: mean, Congress, had, for the last eight months, has not done nothing.
1: They've done nothing.
0: They can't come up. I mean, I blame Democrat. I yeah. blame Republicans. Democrat can't say nothing because they never been done. Mm-hmm. Republicans can't say nothing. Neither one of them can say anything because nothing has been done. I'm tired of hearing you blaming each other. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't done nothing for these people.
1: Yeah. I, I
0: just, now, and then you got the narrative to my not give a, another stimulus check. Oh yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's really that's, neat. I mean, we probably be the richest country in the world. Yeah, and we don't feel like our people need no money.
1: I'm, I'm with Bernie Sanders on that one. Bernie Sanders that's, is, is is truly is outspoken. about about not not them not doing the stimulus checks on this round and protecting business. You know, so that should so be they, top, that yeah, should be top on the list. Yeah, they got they got they got uh, Bernie Stan, Sanders pissed off. Tony B, hey, you know, just just a couple of things. And, and, and by, you know, I want to I want to just mention this as well. Um, you know, the uh, Kelly Loeffler, who's running against Purdue, took a picture with a white supremacist, uh, guy high up in the KKK. It's just amazing. I mean, they're doing that kind of stuff in Georgia. This is the kind of stuff. I mean, I'm from Georgia. I grew up in Georgia. You know, we're all in Atlanta. Well, you know, uh, Tanya B and I are in the Atlanta area. Vi's in Georgia, just southwest of us. And uh, it's just amazing. I mean, it just makes Georgia look like the Confederacy, man. It's just horrible. I mean, make I have... it
4: look like
1: what it is. <laughs> oh yeah, well you know. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> no, why? 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 I, was, I was trying to save the state of Georgia some dignity, but it, it did not seem dignity? they don't seem to care. They um, don't. They don't seem to care. Um, don't. The other thing, um, and, and you know, the reason why you know we're so adamant especially black people came out was because of what what's happened over the last few years, several years. And we had another black man shot, you know, Casey Christopher Goodson, 23 years old, uh, you know, up in Ohio, shot to death, uh, apparently at his home, shot in like was, back.
0: So like he was going in the house and got shot. Yeah. How yeah. can you justify that?
1: And, and, and his families, they said he had a gun. His family saying he had a sandwich. He had just come back from a sandwich shop. And, and they said, um,
0: so what if he had a gun? He he, he was, was he, yeah. Is he, he had it legally.
1: Yeah, he had a permit to carry.
0: It's yeah. It's not like he had it pointing at you. Yeah. Did he like, had it pointing at you?
1: No. Amazing. And uh, Raphael Warnock, which Reverend Raphael Warnock, I apologize, I called him Warnack last week. It's <laughs> Warnock, y'all. Uh, so Raphael Warnack, uh, uh Warnock, uh, Reverend. People from Ebenezer Church are being harassed and being, they're getting death threats, you know, because, yeah, (laughs) I mean.
4: Oh, so the people work at the polls, the canvassers, some lady that wrote a dashboard for something. It's like they are just off the
1: chain. I mean, I I, I that make a difference. What y'all
0: thought you're, what, he's going to start running because you're making death threats to other
1: people? It's just amazing. (laughs) Just
0: making yourself look
1: stupid. The (laughs) level that these I, My I problem is
0: until we put so many people in jail who are doing this kind of stuff, they're yeah. going to continue doing
1: it. I agree. I agree. And uh, just the last thing, man, you know, prayers up for uh, University of Florida player uh, Keontae Johnson collapsed on the floor. Uh, apparently he had had, uh, this is just as we taped the podcast, within the last day or so, uh, he was diagnosed with COVID, uh, basketball player with uh, COVID-19 over the summer. I think apparently, uh, as we take the show now, he's still in critical condition, man. So, so prayers, you know, go out to to, to you know Keontae Johnson and his family, man. Um, you know, I just I just hope we can get through. We're in a rough season. We're in a rough season, you know. So, you know, we gotta bruh, bruh, yeah. rough
0: ain't the word, bro.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, find some find some joy in the holiday with your family. Don't be worried about the fact that. Uh, you know, you can't go outside and you can't hang out in the club. I mean, you know, people are losing their lives right now. We got to, we got to, you know, keep our focus on what's real, you know? So, yeah. you know, that's all I have to say. Tonya B., what you got mentioned? 2021 inauguration, it's going to be virtual, you know? So what do you know about that? You got some, you got some virtual seats for us? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, well yeah, right in my living room. But the thing is, again, people who might have been trying to hang on yeah. until next month, you know, in the, the DMV area, small businesses, you know, vendors, things along that line who are banking on making that money.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, it's not gonna happen. And you know, and rightfully so. And I don't know, you know, especially after this last wave of COVID came through. I'm like, okay, this is this just can't be. So yeah.
0: it just, uh, there,
4: there'll be limited people. That economy in that area is gonna take a major hit. Yeah. And, you know, and if you were planning to go, I suggest you put your outfit back in the closet or you can cancel your layaway. And. Uh, I don't know what, you know, I guess those events that would have normally taken place, you know, like the the president elect and vice president would go, you know, they go party hopping, basically. And just all these different things that would happen in D.C., you know, you got the Black Caucus and you got the fraternities and the sororities and all this with the AKAs, with uh, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and all of that, you know, won't you know if things you know subside now this saying is postponed until July 4th weekend and you know wow. that's not written you know r- the ink hasn't dried on that either so just anybody who was planning to go uh you know do your day of service in order of in, in memory of uh Dr King because you will not be at the inauguration in DC Okay. And then Ding Dong's having a rally in Florida the same day. Oh, like Jesus. anybody care?
1: Oh, no. nobody care. We got to move on. Just move on. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, the devil's going to be the devil.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> That's all if I the news, to say. If the you news know. go down, there I blame yeah. them. Yeah,
1: they they Almost. shouldn't cover. If they as a they
0: matter of fact, they him, need to, him, yeah. if we don't give him. If we don't give him the give him the light, mm-hmm. yeah, then he, then he won't hear stop.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You'll always have Fox News. News. I think I think, you know, I think Fox News, he's he's getting more attention from Newsmax. But Yo, I think he's mad
0: at Fox right now.
1: Yeah, he's gonna But you know, I think Fox is seeing the light. They got to. They got to move on. They got to move on beyond oh. him. They can't. Fox, they,
0: they Fox can't has said, dude You ain't president no more. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's what, <laughs> you ain't got the juice. <laughs> you ain't got the, ain't the, got juice, the no juice no, no more. more. <laughs> hey y'all. Hey, our, uh, we went a little bit long this week, but rightfully so. You know, thank you again, man. Uh, Carl, Carl Banks, you know, for being on. Uh, without a doubt, give Carl kudos. This this been an airhorn kind of show, um, you know, and, and our final live show where where we do is is going to be next week. Uh, so it's the Christmas party. Tanya B, come up on camera. What you going to wear? And Vi, Vi you you going to wear well, your? Tux I guess Vi? I'll
4: wear my Christmas outfit. It'll be something red.
1: <laughs> something red. Vi, what you going to wear, man? What you going to wear to the Christmas next party? Week? Yeah, Christmas party next week. <laughs> it's the Christmas party. Okay. All right. (laughs) You can sign up. I our our links on social media. So if y'all want to come to our Christmas party, it's it's you know it's you can sign up and attend the show. Well, as we tape, come on over. Uh, We're gonna do our year in review on the 27th. And again, thanks to our our guest NFL great Carl Banks, uh, Tanya B. Thanks for all you do and continue to do. Vi, thank you so much. But you know what? We can't leave y'all. We can't leave. We can't leave. We got to have, we got to have this. You ready? I know you ready. So hang on just a minute. We got to have this.
0: You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. I'm going to give it a a spiritual message this day instead of uh, going to a Bible verse. Here you go. Where there is love, there is life. Where there is life, there is hope. Where there is hope, there is faith. Where there is faith, miracles happen. Where there is peace, there is God. And when you have God, you have
1: everything. Amen. Amen. Is it all right to give the air horn? Bye. <laughs>
0: Hey, you both to dance. That's what I'm talking about. David, David danced and prayed. Hey, that's one of his greatest thing. Yeah, dancing and praising. That's so why that's like shout shouting.
3: That's that's why
0: I got
1: by on the show. People say, Why you got him on the show? <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. By <laughs> you bringing it the every voice week, of man. reason. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Without a I got doubt, the,
0: I, got, I got the inside hookup. That's right.
1: That's what I'm talking about. He keeps us, <laughs> he keeps us on straight and narrow. Hey, um. Tanya, you, you got any last, last things mm. before we close this out?
4: Uh, no, I don't. Cause I would probably have to, uh, save it until next week. Cause, uh, I just want to say, uh, mask up. COVID is real. It's okay. If you know, you don't feel okay, you know, be the bigger person, do the right thing, get some help and just be considerate and kind to other people. Doesn't that's free to do that.
1: Yeah. So true. So true. but just be
0: considerate, be nice. Be considerate. If you don't think it's serious, I think it's serious. So don't hang around me. You got your So okay, fact,
4: be, You're not coming near me. So there's, there's no debate there.
1: I'll be nice to everybody except the 126 and the 17. Everybody else.
5: Yeah.
1: And the one and the one. <laughs> y'all know who he is. I'll be nice to everybody else. How about that? You got it.
5: All right.
0: I got it. All
1: right. Hey, y'all with that. Episode 62 is in the can. Don't forget Christmas party next week. Y'all go ahead and sign up. And uh, 62 is in the can, and we are out of here. Peace.
0: We're out of here. Peace, people. You've been listening to The G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast
5: Network. Thanks for listening.